Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast where a group of friends do life together. We'll discuss it all from burpees to barbecue to baby wigs and everything in between, all while honoring the Lord and filling our lives with lots of laughs. Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast today. Our yummy y'all, which we always start off with our food of the podcast, is our group's, I think, favorite place to go eat in Hattiesburg. So if you are ever passing through or you are local here, um, give Compadres a try. It is our absolute favorite. They have some really good um, Mexican dishes, but they also, if you're feeling like you may want to act healthy for the day, they have some um, healthier options. I guess we can go around and say what, what we always get. I will go first. I either get the taquitos, which are phenomenal, or I get the compadre salad because they put a lot of avocado in it and it is so good. So either of those options are delicious. Um, I forget what mine's called. It's a burrito. Burrito it's, frito it's, yeah. or burrito deluxe. There you go. Can it's you tell just... how often we order it? <laughs> But always extra cilantro, always, because their food is, like, super fresh, and just the cilantro just makes it even fresher, so. I do either the taquitos, the salad, or the chorizo tacos, all no cilantro. Christy takes mine, because I'm the person that cilantro tastes like soap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll still eat it. I just, it tastes like soap. I'm a creature of habit, and mine will always be a chicken fajita quesadilla. It is fantastic. I love all the peppers, all the onions, everything. The more, the better. Yes. Their salsa is really good. Oh, yeah. so it's good. like fire roasted or something. It has like such and a flavor. And cilantro. Yeah. Yes, exactly. it does have cilantro. It is just, mm, I'm so glad it's our yummy y'all for today. Yes. <laughs> we, we sometimes eat there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And Monday, Monday yeah. on our walks. They so. bring us our drinks without yeah. asking now because they know what we get. And when we switch our orders, they're yeah. like, ooh, being yeah. different. Like, they, yeah. Uh, they like mess with us a little bit. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it's a really good spot. So, um, so that's it for the yummy y'all today. Um, and remember, you can follow us on any podcast platform. We have Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Amazon, Amazon, all kinds. So, or you can keep up with us on the website, Converse and Crowns, and you can listen through there. And if you sign up on the website, or if you just remember to check the first Wednesday of every month is our newsletter that will have resources and recipes and links to books and blogs that we talked about and just all kinds of stuff, pictures. Um, So that is definitely another resource you can access um, at the end of every month. That's kind of a wrap up. So yeah. Speaking of, um, I have some poll results for us from the polls that we have done on Instagram. If you have not uh, started following us on Instagram, it's at heyall underscore the podcast. We do reels and posts and, you know, memes dealing with what we've talked about and just all kinds of stuff. And one of the big things we like to do is polls because we like to kind of see your opinion, especially on stuff we've talked about within within the group. So first me and Meg did a reel of shopping, um, grocery shopping. And we asked, you know, do you enjoy grocery shopping with what I call a partner in crime or would you rather just go by yourself? Um, and before I give the results, I don't know Christy or Brittany's answer. So what would y'all prefer? I mean, I can guess your answers, but mine is a partner in crime. Okay. Definitely. That's why I assumed. Who is, technically. Yeah. I assumed. Yeah. Um, 
mostly alone, but I do enjoy, um, and I think that'll come out, like, as we talk today, yeah, like, um, definitely. I think the older I've gotten, the more, like, I see that it's not just a shopping trip, that it yeah. can be something more, so, yeah. but probably alone is, is would be my answer. <laughs> I'll say, um, it was 50-50, it's the closest that we had for anything, and I was kind of surprised by that, because I thought that was something more people would do. You know? Well, I will say, if it's a random Tuesday at, like, 7 at night, well, let me just go. Well, myself, yeah, 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 yeah. Out. But if it's, like, a free day, yeah. 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 yeah, if I'm <laughs> just like, running in for a few money. things. But, yeah. Um, okay, cat versus dog. First of all, I'm highly offended. But um, cats were only 8% of the vote that you preferred cats. Dogs were 69% of the vote. And then 23% of the people thought both. Y'all are my people. Um, animals in general. We joke that I have Disney DPS, Disney princess syndrome, um, because I love the animals and most of the time they love me. But I was, I was, I would be interested to find out the people who don't love cats. And I know there's a lot. Is it because you've never been around the cat? Or you have one bad experience with a cat, or like you have a cat at home and you still hate cats. I'm just curious. Um, anyways, uh, we also asked. We talked about this oh a couple of episodes ago, and you know we had to had to get the data. But um, shopping online, bricks versus clicks. So like in person or online, um, 53% of people prefer to still shop in stores. 47% prefer online. And my marketing side teacher wants to know, okay, what's the age breakdown? Because I could guess. Um, y'all personally, do you prefer with the online shopping, if you choose to do online, do you go there because it's quick and you have more options? Yes. And you don't have to actually go into traffic and have us. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I just, I haven't had, I don't know, I, I feel like since COVID, stores yeah. haven't had as much in them. So I agree with that. I just have to be in a mood to go, like, to a store mm-hmm. and fight and try on and all of that. Like, I just, mm-hmm. if or, I'm not in the mood, it'll just be a waste of time. Yeah, if you have, like, 15 minutes at 2 o'clock on right. a day, right. I can, I can right. do it. And then when I'm like, oh, I need to find yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Versus having to wait till yeah. the day. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think now maybe especially since COVID they've made it so easy to return that's oh, my next that's thing so yeah. like yeah like um, you know you can get Amazon and you just like you don't even have to repack it back up you just hit something and you just run it by Coles mm-hmm. and just drop it and, you know and so to me I'm like oh yeah that would much much yeah. easier yeah. yeah I mean and I don't know if this is everywhere if you are not in this area please comment and tell us send us a message but like Stores don't have stuff yeah. at all. And I'm not talking like stores don't have clothes out. Like, I'm talking stores don't have deodorant. Like, so I'm like, oh, I, this is what I use if I can get in two days. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, last little poll that we had was on how you like to read and or listen to books. So, 85% prefer traditional books, and that makes my heart so happy. I help with the library at church, and I love real, touchable, tangible books. Um, 8% audio, and then 8% do both. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, And then 8% said both. I know people, and I, oh my gosh, I couldn't do this, but I know people who will listen 
and read. So, like, if I have time, I'll read. If not, I'll listen to I would be so confused on where I was. Um, yeah, so... I can appreciate both, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, there are times where the audio is... Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Like, I've never yeah. had, like, from, you know, 30 minutes in the morning to the... Yeah. In the, on the weekends. Yeah. I'm going to get the girls or something. I need to try hours, it. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah, I need to try. It's accomplished as like my audio library just grows. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's cool. It's cool if you get one that's like read well. Mm. You know, um, that's a, or by cool. the person, right? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, like where you really know the intonation and yeah. yeah, that's what they put. Yeah. Okay. Today's episode is um, one that. We were already planning, already excited by, and then um, we're actually recording this on a Sunday. Our preacher talked about this today, so we take that as a sign from the Lord um, that we're supposed to talk about, and that is friendships, and specifically adult friendships, and how to navigate that well, but also kind of the hiccups we've learned, what makes it hard. Um, You know, that's just something people, I feel like, don't talk about a whole lot, but also, it seems to be a very common, we've all had this experience of, like, it's just hard having friends when you're older. So, just as an overall kind of starting out foundational, how many close, like, you talk to consistently and or it's that friend you could pick right back up with, would you say you currently have? I have just a couple. Same. I'm going to say, I'll say a few, but two of them are my sisters. <laughs> Why? Yeah. You have built-in friends. I do. I, I, yes. My mom made us friends. Um, but we talk to each other like friends, like every yes. day, yes, check yes, it yes. on each other, all of that. And I've got a really good close friend that we grew up together, like from like ages of two and up, mm-hmm. that we haven't spoken in a while just because life gets busy. But I right. I, I know we could just pick up right Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would say the same. I have these three fabulous ladies sitting in here and then um, a best friend, college roommate, I mean, um, roommate after college. And then I have the one friend that was my first friend. We met in the nursery and church and we literally live in the same town and we'll talk about this. But she has kids and life is busy and it's just, and we'll see each other and pass in the hall and, you know, oh my gosh. And, I, and like, I know I could pick up with her, but yeah, it's about a little, little tiny group. What about y'all? I probably have, this is now that I'm like really thinking about it, it's kind of shocking. I probably have six or seven, maybe, maybe eight. Maybe wow. just looking at me. No, that's like. Speechless. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, two of them are uh, middle school, high school, like grew up together, which, you know, where I grew up, um, basically, if you were the same age, you went to school together. There was two mm-hmm. elementary schools mm-hmm. and then just one middle school and one high school for the county. So, um, and those two girls are from that time of my life. One of them ended up being my college roommate. Um, and then y'all... Um, which I kind of categorize as my single friends. Mm-hmm. And then I have um, two very, very close friends that are um, married, um, kind of come from more of like a professional. We met each other because of our jobs, and they're much more than that now. But um, so, yeah. I, I would say <laughs> y'all, and then I have a few friends from either church growing up or high school that um, 
we talk some, but you know, but it's you know, if I see them, we stand there and talk forever, mm-hmm. like we could pick yeah. up. But it's just you know, life is is busy. Um, but then like my cousins, I have cousins that are friends, and my sister in law. We like her, so I'm just getting so friends with her, but, um, so my brother got me her, but, um, anyway, so yeah, I'm kind of the same way, just a few. This isn't on the outline, and so I'm trying to think of how word that came to my mind while we were saying this. Um, I know, like, currently, I have my oldest friend that I've known my whole life, and then... The really furthest back would be, because I, I grew up knowing Megan, but we were not friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you were just Grant's older sister, because um, me and Grant are the same age. And um, so my oldest friend would be college. And I say that because the people that I was friends with in like junior high, high school, whatever. And like some of like they're nice and it's not that you don't, they're just a different place in the world. I changed a lot after that. And so I know some people who they've grown together that, so do you think that has like maybe, cause like Chrissy, I know you're friends with people you, you know, were in school with. Do you think that's because you changed together? You like, I would not have had this friend group now with the personality that I have. Yeah. Um, the two, like, well, there was one year that I was in like five weddings within a year, and most of them Bless were <laughs> most of them were um, like grade school, you know, high mm-hmm, school friends mm-hmm. or whatever. And so those there's a couple of those friends that I'm not as close to, right. you know. Um, but the two girls that I am still very close to, um, I guess we have grown together. Mm-hmm. Um, my the actual college, the one that I lived with in college, um, we were inseparable in high school and early college. Like if you saw one of us, you saw the other. Um, and people constantly like put us together, like, you know, as a kind of a tag team and not really exactly sure what happened, but you know, um, we kind of fell into that. You shouldn't live with your best friend. Um, and so by the time we left from university, we just didn't have a great relationship. Um, so we ended up in the same career path, but went kind of two different ways. And um, I guess now we kind of reconnected and we just poured into that intentionality mm-hmm. of, you know what, like what we had before and what we have now is really good. And so we didn't really grow together, mm-hmm. um, but I guess we appreciated who we were before. And then we both just really appreciated who we had become. Um, I can remember us having that conversation of, wow, like I am so proud of who you became. Mm-hmm. And that kind of got us back, to, you know, to that starting point. So um, I think those friends, those two friends in particular, um, have celebrated me as I've changed and become like a better person. Um, and I've celebrated them as they've right. changed and become a better version of themselves. And I think those are just the two friends from that time of my life who allow, like had that much grace towards me, um, and made it easy for me to give them that grace. So, but yeah, does that make sense? I don't know that that yeah, really answered the think, question. I think we'll come back to that because I think that's a big thing yeah. of putting up with us and our messiness as we, yeah, yeah grace. They just, grace. Those, those two friends just did it really well. Right. 
and I don't know if any any of the three of us really realized what we were doing at the time, but um, they just did it. They did it really well. Do does anybody else have something else? I just she spoke, and I know her friendship. Um, okay, so we we kind of said this, but with those oldest friendships, like I said, my oldest friendship that um, I could just sit down and pick back up literally met in what was called bed babies at the East campus. Um, and like why we think that type of relationship works of being able to like, just pick back up kind of like Brittany was saying, where you could just sit down, you haven't talked in a while, whatever. Um, why do y'all think that type of relationship works where with some friends that is not the, like they go their separate ways and you may pass but nothing beyond that. I think with it, with it being like those that are like your oldest friends, you have changed from elementary school mm-hmm. to middle school to high school to college. So you've already had a lot of those parts of your life where you're, you know, you communicate less mm-hmm. and you communicate more. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing out of the ordinary. It's no one's feelings are hurt. And so like, for example, with my childhood best friend, she's single and doesn't have children. Whereas I've been married, divorced and children. So our schedules are a little bit different. Right. So but she's one that understands, like, oh, okay, I get it why we can't hang out. We'll just chat, you know, via text or something. I think it's harder when you have a new group of friends and you have to start distancing a little bit just because of your life. season of life yeah. or just the busyness of your day-to-day. A lot of times that can be construed, I guess, as trying to, you know, distance yourself. And like, no, I don't really want to hang out. I'm, not, I'm trying to, like, you know, not go that route. Or I don't want to hang out with you quite as often. And, oh, she's hurting my feelings because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to hang out. I think that causes a lot more strain on it. Mm-hmm. So those childhood friends that have kind of grown yeah. with you over decades at this point. Yeah. Know, I, know our heart and know what we are. You know, yeah. Well, just the familiarity. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know who their family is and what, where they came from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, there's a huge just comfort in that familiarity of what you've experienced together and how you know that person. Like, you know, they're ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. You know what they, what they hold, um, in high esteem, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and so, you know, like typically Brittany, really wants to spend time with the people that she's around. So the fact that she can't right now is because of the season of life that she's in. It's not because she's inherently changed right. who she is. You know, whatever. Patterns are so important with people, yeah. both good and bad, where you, someone has an odd pattern, but you've seen good patterns through their life. Okay. Maybe it was a bad day or even on the flip side, one good day should not, you know, change the pattern of all the bad. And I think that like, you can look and say, okay, they've always been there. Okay, I know, like, and I think, and I haven't thought about this until you said that, my friend, we didn't go to the same school ever, not from kindergarten through college. So we did have that kind of separate, it was always church that we were, you know, together, and then, of course, like, hang out and slumber parties and all that good stuff. Um, So I think maybe that was almost built in Mm -hmm. as a understood expectation. Um... And we did, you know, not drift, but like, especially in college, we have very separate lives. I'm, who knows, talk maybe once a year or something. Um, but yeah, I think grace within that, which I think that word will come up a whole lot today. Um, and just, yeah, being able to understand people's life seasons. And I think that's a maturity thing. And as you get older, and we're about to talk about that 
what we're about to say. But as you get older, I think it's less about your age and more about your maturity. And like that person may not have grown and like your life is moving on and that maturity may not fit within that. I think sometimes when you're younger, you're not, you're not forced into friendships, but it's like who you're around. Mm-hmm. Like if you're on the dance team, you're friends with the dance team. If you're yeah. in the band, you're friends with the band. And like, you know, if you, I don't know, like kids group together based uh-huh. off what they're involved in, I guess. And so I think as you get older, not that you have more of a choice because you have a choice when you're younger, but I don't know. Sometimes you have to find where you fit in where, where you're older, mm-hmm. especially if you're not married or you're this or that or whatever. And so I, I look at a lot of my friends that are still my friends from like high school or junior high. When I do see them or talk to them, we, we talk a lot about the past and a lot mm-hmm. about the things we did, but it's easy to do that. Um, but growing with them is not something that like, we just didn't do because we yeah. went through different life stages. But I don't know. I think when you're younger, your friends are almost not picked for you, but you know what I mean? Like whoever you're around. There's a lot more of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Around a lot more. Absolutely. That was like that. I think it was a real, I said, y'all, yes. this week. That's one of the miracles in the Bible. No one talks about is how Jesus had 12 besties in right. his 30s. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. That's a lot of besties. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, um, and, and kind of rolling into our next point is, is this, is what makes adult friendship so hard? So, Let's sit with that. What what makes adult friendship so hard? I think what we were just saying of every school year, it was a chance to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Every sports team you joined, every dance class you joined. Like you, I've worked at the same place for 15 years. Unless somebody, you know, new and spectacular moves into my hall or whatever, you're just not, it's just different, you know? We're not in positions, I feel like, to easily. I think you have... Chris used the word intention um, earlier. I think you have to be intentional about finding friends now um, because that you're not almost yeah. being forced into it. Yeah, I mean, the currency of time yeah. is, I mean, really kind of what sets apart those like younger friendships, yeah. like you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, like your friends with a band or your mm-hmm. friends with a, you know, or whatever. Um, like who, whatever group you're kind of forced into that convenience aspect, like that's who you pick your friends from. And then I think when you get into your thirties, like it is that intention and the time, I mean, and so that makes or breaks adult friendships. Yeah. And see from my, my perspective now too, talking about how when you're younger, you're friends with whoever you're around. Well, when you're older and you have kids, you're friends with whoever the parents are. And luckily I've got like this amazing best friend who her daughter and my daughter are best friends and she's wonderful. And, and we love it, but it's, it's just one of those, like yeah. we do not swim in the same circles. We go to the same church, but I mean like I wouldn't have met her any other way other than she was gracious enough to invite Holly for a play date one day and we just found out we knew like so much about each other. We were all liking to say old movies because nobody likes old movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like British TV, like all, like all the things. And I've told her before, I was like, I don't care if our friends stay friends at all. Like you're you're yeah. my friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. What else do you think makes adult friendships hard? I think to a certain extent comparison. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think you do have to watch yourself on that because I think that can also make it easy to like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because you can be mature enough to not compare and that makes for some really 
I think that's really the hallmark of a lot mm-hmm. of adult friendships, but I think it also makes it hard, you know, yeah. um, because you're constantly at this point in our life, everybody's so varied at their stages oh. of life. Like, you know, um, married, single, you know, dating, engaged, divorce, you know, kids, no kids and all of that. So there's like just this huge, um, there's just, just, just a lot more variety and a lot more ability to compare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that can put like a really big damper on your I ability. I do. I do think too, though, that like us in our thirties, you 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 see that a lot more like okay right. I can see where that would be proper right right whereas in your twenties you don't right. realize you don't, that yeah you don't that, even that, that recognize the, the you know comes around and I think like you said you have different stages like for example in this group like I, I have the girls so I always feel like oh I'm sorry I can't hang out today I've got to do this or I can't go walking somebody's sick or we have a project and on my end I feel so bad that I can't like be with you all. And I don't want you to feel like I'm flaking out either. But I also know, like, we are all friends enough to know that y'all realize yeah. I've got right. little to that kind of sort of need me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think, yeah, having people who who understand that. And the concept of, I'm trying to think how I word this, there are people, it's hard to love hard people sometimes. And I think that part of maturity within friendship is sometimes recognizing, like, I've grown, I've changed, I've been willing to, and maybe these people are not part of that anymore. And either they've just grown in a different way, they are not willing to do. And and I thought about this as we were talking about doing this. I thought about a lot of my college friends, not all of them, but one of the core groups, especially in early college, if I had stuck with that core group, I would be exactly who I was in college. I would not have grown. I would not have gotten healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, because that was not something they were not pushing me towards, but like they were happy just floating along doing the bare minimum. And I would not have felt the need where like we do encourage each other within this to grow and and are willing to point out and say hey you know um maybe maybe we should work on that or have you noticed what and that's just once again a different maturity and showing grace but I think sometimes and that is so hard when you have to look at someone and be like you're not good for me anymore I think it requires sometimes this is not, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but it requires a little bit of like you being brave to be willing to make new friends as an adult, because if you're going to be like a genuine friend, you have to kind of open up and be vulnerable in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy for a lot of people. And I can attest to that by becoming Mm -hmm. with this little friend, because I'm the newest little member and it is scary because you're like, I hope they like me. Oh, oh, yes. sad to but, <laughs> and you, but you go back to true. those like middle school Yeah, the first day of school. Yeah, I mean, that makes a good you just have to yeah. be like You have to be like sure of who you mm-hmm. are and, you know, it, but it, it does require like to make, not to just sit in the friendships that you've always had, but to make new friends into what, you know, you have to, it does require a little bit, I think, of bravery on <laughs> your part of, you know, because not all people are genuine. Some right. people can be a friend and you can travel with them or whatever, whatever it may be. And they're not always, 
they haven't fully opened up or been genuine. And that's hard, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think to be a real friend, you have to open up and be genuine. And that requires vulnerability, which is hard. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's, that's probably maybe what I was trying to get to with those two friends that I had, like as a child, childhood friends, that's where our relationship has been different than anybody else that like I was friends with is that we collectively decided to be vulnerable with each other and to let each other really see like, you know, what's going on and and who we are and stuff like that. And that's what changes the game. Right. Right. That's where you go from that acquaintance to Mm -hmm. this is who I do life with. And that, and that literally is what it is, you know, um, and as an adult, I think you have more of that choice because you can just choose yeah. to go out and eat with people and then go home and not be, you know, to to be really vulnerable and, and to choose that is, you know, that's a that's a big decision. And do you have the energy to do it? Like right. as an adult. Not like, always. Right. <laughs> like, I have to be like, okay, I have to have the energy to do it, which is sometimes hard too. So yeah. And to be okay walking through those like by yourself uncomfortable season because while the Lord can provide you a new BFF the minute your other one is gone that's not normally at least in my life has not been how it works and so you know being like I trust you Lord I know I mean and like I think that's something to pray through and not that you have to cut people completely out of your life either but that there should be a small intentional group that is, you know, pouring into you is your accountability has the same foundation. Like if you look around and the people that you spend the most time with that are closest to do not have the same foundational core values as you, you're missing something. Um, And I think, you know, that's something you definitely have to, and I've been there pray over and think because we our our pastor taught this morning we were talking about um rat shack and benny shout out to shack and bendigo <laughs> shout out to veggie tales um but you know we were talking about how they kind of collectively like you never saw one of them try to make the other bend collectively they were all in it together they were supporting each other and there are times i think like college where my church friends that I was, you know, yeah, they're my church friends and we go to college ministry together and this and that very much were trying to convince me that some stuff was okay that I knew wasn't, but I'm like, well, they go to church too. And they did like, and I mean, part of that is maturity, but part of that is these were the people that were pouring into me. And I got into the point where I was like, ah, yeah, if I get stuck in that situation, that'll probably be okay too, because they did it and they still go, you know, church group every Wednesday night um but they just weren't they weren't on the same foundation like we weren't pouring tr- and like shame on me for going along with it um but that's something I think you just really as we get older we have to consider because these aren't just the friends that you're hanging out with at recess anymore playing tag these are the people that like Christy said doing life with um And that's a lot different. And I think maybe as single people, because we don't have a spouse pouring into us, that is even, like, my friends are the ones that I do life with in a way they know struggles my family doesn't know. Mm -hmm. They know, 
you know, very good point. You know, I'm saying they know infrared stuff that I, I obviously would share with my spouse if I had one. Good news, y'all get to be done. <laughs> so, you know, like y'all know stuff. Like I said, my family doesn't know y'all see struggles that nobody else sees, and that's great and wonderful. And I'm overwhelmingly thankful that the Lord put y'all in my life. But I also have to be careful of that mm-hmm. because they're your friends are feeding into you. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, and that kind of goes back to that just old cliche, you know, friends are chosen family. But, yeah. But, you know, I think specifically for the four of us in our life stage, that's even, like, more important because those are the people that you're putting in that almost kind of that relationship spot where you should have, you know, that spouse or whatever. Not, not, not the same, but, no, but you know, like, very similar. Like you do have to have, and I know those people. I was to build say you up. we, the three of us, don't have kids, and Brittany does such an amazing job. But like having the girls around your friends, yeah. Like I love <laughs> the fact that the girls are comfortable around us, and we we get to celebrate point shoes and <laughs> all kinds of other exciting things, but. I have also, especially as a teacher and listening and hearing, heard people talk about, oh, my mom's friends. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, it's just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Because once again, yeah, they're your friends, but they may still be feeding into you. When I look at it as they see a lovely support system for me and I want to emulate that for them. Like you should be able to go and do with your friends and talk about all the things and they should be kind to everyone. Just like y'all are so gracious when I want to come roller skating when we go walking (laughs) and things. And well, and I think that's an important point too. Like, um, my mom was always busy. Like when Mm -hmm. we were growing up, uh, but I always knew who, like, her best friends were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could always, like, pinpoint that to you. And now, like, in this next stage of her life, like, empty nester, um, nearing retirement, you know, grandmother and stuff like that, it's kind of come back to, like, her that those friends that we saw sometimes because of how busy life was, like, back in her 30s and early 40s. Now they, like... They don't see each other all the time. They don't always go out to eat. But the things that she talks about that they talk about now is like, it's so exciting for me to watch because she built those friendships at the time of life that I'm building friendships right now. And so now her friend group, they're not always going out to eat or anything like that. They literally talk about like, well, we're buying, you know, frozen casseroles to send to so-and-so because they had this go on in their life and we just want to provide for them. And like, um, you know, and it's not just them giving to each other. It's them recognizing needs in the community Mm -hmm. and they come together around that. And that's what like feeds life into their friend group and that like they serve together and stuff like that. So it's really fun to watch like that. I know my mom stayed busy with us as a 30 year old and that she didn't have a ton of time just to like, make a lot of friends or, you know, or whatever, but the intention of the time that she had with those friends, like what that means 20 years later, like, and it gives me a lot of hope, like, you know, what that's going to be for me in 20 years, like, and that you get to choose the people again that you do life with and that you are vulnerable with. And that builds that spiritual group, Mm -hmm. you know, for later in life. 
that's how I, I think of my mom and Miss Karen uh-huh. and Miss Melinda. They're like the dream team, and they <laughs> but they they have they've poured into each mm-hmm. other for so long. They've poured into each other's kids, and now yeah. like they serve together at church. They've been teaching Bible fellowship now for you know not trying to throw anybody's age under the bus, <laughs> but for a hot minute now. Like they, I mean, they just they do that. They serve together and they yeah. make each other better. And you yeah. know, I think. And, like, you know, when Grant played baseball at Mississippi mm-hmm. State, you know, we had those friends and this and that. And we're still friends with them, but they're not the do life forever right, together. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And so it is cool to see, like, now that you yeah. say that, I think about them, too. And, like, I mean, Miss Melinda and Miss Karen have been in my life as long as right. my mom. Right. <laughs> like, you know? Right. Like, yeah. And so it's cool to see those friendships and how they've navigated that through the busy, you know. And now they're, it's kind of like they're able to almost do things again yeah. together yeah um, yeah it's like a whole new like right. right like my mom will like not hang out with us to go right. do stuff with our friends and i'm like wait a minute yes my mom is Karen and christy they all take a yeah. trip together uh, yeah. like go to the camp you know they're yeah. like getting to do that again which is yeah. cool um, but that's fun and that's yeah. it, that shows how important it is right in the, uh, like our season of life mm-hmm. to to yeah. really pour in that intention yes. to yes. give each other grace yes. for the time that you have or don't have. Um, but to always surround yourself with those people who edify you right. and, and um, build you up and challenge you. And mm-hmm. um, because that's, that is going to be a precious relationship right. to you, you know, later in life. And that's what we're called to do as a friend is, yeah. you know, we talked about this maybe last episode, just pouring into each other mm-hmm. and enc- yeah. encouraging each other and, building each other up like I mean that's our job you know our friends are to do that for us but we're to do that for our friends so and ultimately if you don't it's kind of like insurance if you don't pour into the friendship now when you need the friendship mm-hmm. that's not the time you can go out and find it right because mm-hmm. let's be honest y'all love me and deal with me when I'm a hot mess because y'all love me but if I was already a hot mess y'all wouldn't want to be around me if you didn't know. you know what I'm saying right. like it's that that intentional relationship that's so important um okay last little thing how do you make friends as an adult have to be intentional yeah Um, i was gonna say we've kind of hit on that yeah definitely i think like the way that i kind of came about this um so i decided i was just gonna go to a christmas party a sunday school christmas party (laughs) um and i happened to just have like uh, like I knew the girl whose house it was at because she was also in the therapy world. So I knew I had something in common with her just to talk about. And I was like, you know what, if nothing else, I'll show up for like 20 minutes and then I'll leave or whatever. And so like, it was just the decision, like, okay, I have just a tiny bit of commonality to show up. And then I ended up staying the whole night and, like being around y'all and I had like I learned you know Bailey and Meg like a totally different side of y'all oh, that yeah. I had not seen I was like oh well they're way cooler than I thought that they were Thanks. not that y'all weren't or anything yeah. like that but, <laughs> but like I just had no idea you know and so just showing up for that and then like I just kept saying yes you know yeah. like sometimes you That's just exactly have exactly what it is to you have to like like I want to go but I don't they invited you to say yes yeah. you never know yeah. yeah yeah you have to be intentional and be like 
okay, this isn't going to harm me. It's not going to, you know, <laughs> like, you, you know, and like realizing that there can be something good and being brave enough to say yes a few times. Mm-hmm. And so I think I said yes a few times. And then next thing I know, like I was spending a weekend with mm-hmm. y'all at Meg's camp and doing stuff. And then we had conversations that I had not had for a very long mm-hmm. time with anybody. And then it was kind of like, oh, well, yeah. Yes, we're friends. <laughs> Christy decides to go to a Christmas party. Y'all are now listening to a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean it really yeah. is. And Brittany yeah. decided to come to a Bible Yeah, party, you know? Yeah. Because we y'all had... were so nice. I was like, okay, you're my best friends for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's almost kind of the same intentionality you have to put into dating. Yeah. Like, you have to be okay with the fact that not every interaction is going to be great. Yeah. Not everybody has to be your best friend. That's you know. That's I mean, very like, true. Like you have to, you have to accept what it, what it, yeah. what it is at the time period. That's what is. I was gonna say. Not forcing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you have to be mindful to be on the other end to see someone yes. maybe trying to yes. have the courage to start a conversation mm-hmm. or to try to maybe mm-hmm. make it doesn't have to be a best friend like I said, but to make a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you guys were with me, you were just yeah. very welcome. I think you said that in our interaction, like. You were so welcoming and so friendly and it didn't make me feel like I had to earn your friendship. And that's right. I mean, that's that's true too. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. And I think that's smart too, saying like you have to realize, like be able to see it from the other direction Mm -hmm. too. Because my other two friends, like in my meager mind, I was like, there's nothing about us that should be friends. You know, like why would y'all want to be friends with me? Um, because they were married, they had kids, they had, you know, it was completely different. Um, but literally like we laugh, one of them at work, you know, I would be off by myself kind of doing my own little thing, like trying to stay on track. Cause I have a little ADHD when it comes to work type stuff. And she would literally like pull a computer beside me. And she literally said outside out loud a couple of times, like, no, I want to be a friend to you. I I choose you, you know, like you are going to be my friend and kind of how introverts. Yeah. Like almost, (laughs) almost like forced it a little bit, but at the same time, like that clicked to me, like, Oh, Oh, you are choosing me. Okay. Now I need to be polite. Yeah. Like now I need to make some choices to say yes. And Mm -hmm. did that a few times over a few awkward, you know, meals or whatever like that. And then you get to know somebody and then you can decide. And I think another good thing is, like, you don't have to be best friends with everybody. Right. Some people are just the, you know, go out to eat every now and then. Yeah, but some the people then off. become, you know, your yeses become even more. <laughs> oh, Bella. <laughs> Bella is acting crazy this episode. I don't, I don't really know what's, what's going on. Bella is having a day, aren't you? So, it's okay. Um, She's embarrassed now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say just from a, like, practical logistical standpoint, obviously, if you're looking for friends, pray about it, ask for discernment, but that intention of getting involved, join, you know, a church group. If you just go to the service and don't do anything else, you're missing out on an opportunity. If you go to a church that doesn't have that, then maybe there's a Wednesday somewhere else, or maybe that's not where you need to be in this season. Um, You know, if you really enjoy 
dancing, go take ballroom dancing lessons, or go take an art class. You don't know who you'll meet. Go, if you don't mind going to, um, you know, like a sporting event alone or something like that. Or just, I mean, seeing what's around your area that you could potentially meet new people. Um, being a little more, I know, like, at work, I, and, you know, I mean, being a teacher, it's a huge variety of people, but I go in my classroom, and I close my door, and I eat my lunch alone, because it's my only quiet moment, and blah, 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 and all this stuff, but, like, people actually go and have lunch together in the teacher's lounge, and, like, are social, (laughs) and interact, and I just, I don't think about it, like, maybe you could do something like that. I mean, there's practical ways that are probably going to be uncomfortable because if you're not doing it, it's probably not natural to you. Um, that can get you out there. Like I said, just like dating, same thing. If you're not meeting any new men and you're not doing anything different, don't be surprised. Same thing with friends. Um, I think the Lord, you know, I think the Lord honors those requests too because relationships are so big. Um, in just the body of Christ. And And I think, you know, praying about it and all, make sure you can give grace. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I think that's one of the the most beautiful things of choosing, you know, adult friendships and all, is that finally you get to the point where you don't have to have all these similarities. Whereas you did, like, growing up because you made your friends of convenience, Mm -hmm. you know. And, like, everything does not have to be Similar, um, like, for example, I do not like pageants and stuff yeah. like that, but Bailey loves really? it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, that's, that is not a reason to not be a yeah. friend, and it is not a reason to not celebrate somebody or, or say yes and go with, you know, that person to do something or whatever. But, like, learning to have that open view mm-hmm. and be gracious um, to learn everybody's differences and appreciate them too. I mean, we were just talking about too, like Broadway stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also not my thing, but like there's one that I want to see and I'm like ready to jump on (laughs) it with everybody now, you know, or whatever. But like, you can't be jealous of other people like that. There's people in the friend group that, you know, love those two things. Like you can't be jealous because they have those similarities or whatever. Like celebrate everybody's differences. I mean, that's what makes us, uh, the body of Christ, you know, um, move and, and be active and, you know, things like that. So I think like, you know, as you pray for the opportunity to make friends, like pray for your ability to Mm -hmm. see, um, the differences and, and how beautiful that can be and how that can cause you to grow. If Bailey and Brittany want to go see Singing in the Rain together, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. fine. That's that's fine. Me. We ain't going to are fine. Them if <laughs> Bailey and Brittany show up at the J.A. Gallery, she's working, and Bailey just wants to reason and dress up, and Meg's like, oh, praise the Lord, I was not invited. <laughs> Hey, that's right. Like, I wore a costume for y'all. That that's, one you did. Yeah. That's right. You yeah. did. But I think our friendship shows that the being different to me is the best part. Yeah. Because I can yeah. literally go, let me ask, me and Meg think a lot alike. But I can turn and say, let me ask Christy and Brittany about this. 
And that is wisdom and discernment and the Lord knows. Yeah. And we know when to push each other and we yes. know like when not you know what I mean? Like yeah. we know like okay, we're not gonna ask somebody to do that. <laughs> That's way too much. Um like I, we're just not. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. I think that might be a good end to our discussion. So y'all already know our feelings on our yummies, y'all for today. Compadres has our heart, specifically the oak grove one. Our wallet. Our yeah. wallet. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Our, when, our, our normal booth. Yes. So yeah. So pick, pick you some adult friends yes. and get you a restaurant. Yeah, find you a place because <laughs> yeah. that has been a game changer for us. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I think that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tagging along. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.